Hey, Christopher, it's good to see you again. Uh, as you know, last episode, we promised we'd be talking to President Trump, so I've got him on the line if you want to talk to him. Okay, but hold on one second before we start. I just want to kind of tell you something first. Is that Ray, okay? We, we have <laughs> we have just, Donald Trump. You want... Just wait. Okay. <laughs> just wait. Fine. We'll do your thing. You can wait. Just I have the second. freaking President of the United States online, and you still have to do your... Th- okay. okay. Just, just we'll do really your, quick. No, I'm sure it's going to so, be great. So this summer, the short of it is this summer, I discovered skateboards again. So my, I know, I know. I At used your be, age? I used to be a huge skater as a kid, but, I, you know, life went by and I got busy and I just kind of stopped skating. I know that sounds terrible, but I stopped skating. So my kids now. That's normal. It's called growing up and not wanting <laughs> to break your butt. So, okay. So my kids are skating now, right? I've got them skateboards. Um, in the process of building a huge half pipe. I mean, what's so last summer I'm in LA and I'm decided to go skating down the strand like I used to when I was a kid. And I was really surprised. I still know how to skate. I mean, that is good. I, I was really, very impressive. Do you know how to fall? <laughs> I haven't, I didn't fall then. So that's I've had a lot of confidence all of a sudden got <laughs> built up because I didn't fall and I was able to do some of my old tricks. Granted, some of them I didn't dare try because I thought I'd bust my ankles, but I did give it a good go. Well, I'm also glad that you didn't break the board. <laughs> yeah, my kids' boards. So yesterday, um, I'm at I'm at the house all day long and I'm and editing and making phone calls. I'm sitting and my back is killing me. And my son has been playing video games from, I don't know, I think he woke up early. Yeah. And so I'm like, let's go outside and get some exercise. I'm trying to think of something he'd be interested in doing to pull him away from the video games. And I thought, aha, I know how to skateboard. Does he? <laughs> yeah. And not as, not as well as I do, <laughs> which I was surprised. Oh, man. He's still, he's still learning. Like, anyway, so th- to the point is we went down the park and they took all the, hoops off the basketball so the kids can't play during pandemic no basketball that's crazy we have we have a park right down the street well not right it's a few blocks away uh coronado park don't be creepy uh (laughs) and yeah no they've got tennis courts are still open basketball courts are still open of course the pool's never open this is funny now is that a city park or state park a city park we have a beautiful pool down there they literally only open it for two months a year because they don't want to pay for people to staff it they don't mind paying however millions of dollars It's cost to build it because you know you don't get kickbacks when you hire people. You only get kickbacks when you build stuff. Right. Sorry. So anyway, so they took all the chains and they took the hoops off. There's just these flat boards, so no one's playing basketball. So these huge courts that are completely empty. It's like, ah, oh, perfect. I'm going to show my son how to do some tricks. So I know you. Were, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm going to fall, and that is not what happened. Fake, I know. Fake news. I know. So. I couldn't believe I don't I don't want to sound like I'm showing up or bragging or just brag. I could still pull, I couldn't believe it. It's like you know that old saying. It's like riding a bicycle. You never well, forget. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. The skating was kind of like that for me. So I'm on my way home, and we're, you know we're doing the street skating, and I'm going in and out of stuff. No problem. Having a good time. And then all of a sudden. We get to the house and I notice the neighbor kids got some skateboard out. So, hey guys. So I bring the neighbor kids over to go skate with us. Now across the street, there's a guy who's never home and he's got this beautiful, big, huge Oh my driveway. God, you are, <laughs> you're a bad influence so, on children. Like a stupid kid. I go up there 
and I go skating. So like anything else, I'm, I'm doing my little whatever tricks or, and just kind of having fun. So my son goes, all right, I'm done. I'm going to go in. I'm like, okay. So I give one good push to kind of cruise across the street and then it happened. The rock. Oh yeah. In the gutter. Oh, God. <laughs> now I'm not as skinny as I used to be. And so this was the weirdest thing. Uh, the board stopped. And of course I kept going forward and I fall. I don't want to hit my face. So I put my hand out and I have no idea, but I arched my back. Well, when I used to skate, I didn't have, I, I, I didn't have a belly at all. Right. So now I literally hit the ground and I bounced. You. <laughs> no, a big bounce. I don't believe you now. And Zephyr turned around and, and he looked at me, he goes, you okay? No, he didn't even say that. He was like stunned. And all I said is, did you see me bounce? And he's like, yeah. I didn't know you could bounce. I you know, can't. In the cart- so, you know, in the cartoons when the guy bounces, I literally bounced off my belly and I'm like, oh my God. So he comes over, my son, said, you, you all right? You know, I'm like, fine, but this is a weird thing. So I hit my belly in a weird way. And I'm not kidding you. I felt a little liquid by my inner thigh. I thought I peed myself. Yeah. But the problem now is I don't want to look down because if I look down, He's going to look down. The kid across the street's going to look to see what I'm looking at. And they're going to see what? You know, I pissed myself. So I refuse to look down. And then I'm trying to hold a conversation. I'm going, well, I'm ready to go inside. And then my son says, did you see what happened? I'm like, oh, my God, he found out. And I looked down and I was so happy it was not urine. It was just blood. Uh, you know, I was worried you were going to say that. I was like thinking, yeah, he's bouncing on his belly. There aren't there are organs in there, man. I was so relieved it was blood. You are sick. Blood is manly. Urine is not. Oh, God. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with you right now. I know. I don't know why. I, it's I'm so surprised f- you're still walking around. I mean, you know, internal bleeding is something people die from. No, but it wasn't like blood like. So I just basically it wasn't like, slashed wait, wait, wait. my my thigh up, but I've just was felt it, the blood dribbling down it, my leg. It wasn't, wasn't it wasn't yellow blood. No, it wasn't. It was a bad, I got, you can't see it, but my elbows An thrashed, abrasion? my knees thrashed. Dummy. But it felt you, good until then. At your age, you might want to wear padding. <laughs> hey, I used to, I used to skate too. I mean, I was terrible at skating. Oh, I didn't know this that. Is, this is the thing with me. I've been mountain biking forever and I skated when I was a kid. I'm not, I don't have a lot of dexterity though. So I've never been good at these things. I've just been mountain biking for 30 years, not because I'm good at it, just because I'm really stubborn. So I'm surprisingly bad at these things. It's like you, you can be a kid, not a kid because kids are generally better at everything anyway. But, uh, you know, say you're a 30 year old who takes up mountain biking, your second ride, you're going to be faster than me. There's no doubt because I just, I've gotten better over the years, but I'm still, (laughs) I suck. I really do suck. I might fall somewhat into your category. So I love surfing. I love skating. Uh, back again and I love to do all these kind of big activities that take a lot of talent but I would never put myself in the category as good <laughs> just I'm just happy to be there I'm like did you see that movie Dogtown or that one did you see that movie Dogtown uh, no I didn't so in Dogtown there's this one kid sad story gets cancer and dies did I give it away sorry now, why do you do I don't, well now I'm not going to watch <laughs> it not because you gave it away because no <laughs> Yeah, you should, maybe. Christopher, just so you know. We can bleep it. We can bleep it. We better get a better bleep. It almost is foul. You better put a better bleep in it than the last one you had. (laughs) Otherwise, you'll get another ear murder. (laughs) 
So what was that uh, tag? Um, I'm like that hashtag. kid in that dog town that that loves hanging out with the skate scene, but not necessarily the best skater. <laughs> you know, it's so much easier just to sit here and drink coffee than to mountain bike or skate. Anyway, yeah. So that was the funny thing. I mean, like I said, I've been riding for so long, I'm just not very good at it. Hey, last week we were talking about. Um, but but you you know you were talking about your your son playing video games. Obviously, that's a problem. And I was very excited yesterday <laughs> um, because my son got a new CPU for his computer. Oh okay. Uh, his grandfather got What's him. What's his computer again? He's got a PC. It's a it's a custom build. So nice. you know, what are you gonna Does say? Have all like the glowing parts and stuff on. Oh, he's got. Well, thankfully they're all inside. <laughs> So it's like data from Star Trek. You open it up and, oh, there's suddenly all these lights inside. Yeah. Everything runs on LEDs for some reason in the future. <laughs> my, uh, my nephew has one of those. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, his case is actually, he's got a really nice case. It's it's black, which is boring, but it's very simple. There's no junk on the outside. It's very clean looking, but also it's very quiet. I love that thing because he's got, he's got several big fans in the, but the big, the nice thing about the big fans is that they spin slowly and slow, slow means quiet, even though they still move a lot of air. So... It was kind of funny because I was really excited because it's nice to know that your kid has some some skills and he knew how to he knew what CPU well, to get. Esports is so huge too right now. Well, he knew he knew what CPU to get because that's you know you know there are a lot on the market which yeah. one to get. So he picked one that was good good balance. It's not the latest one, but it's not an old one. It's a, got a lot of power to it. And then watching him take it apart and replace the CPU, which is you know, an expensive part of the computer and it's basically at the heart of the computer. And so you have to know what you're doing to get that done. So, you know, I got a little bit, of, of course I did help him. Um, I had brought up my big tools so that he could get in there properly because his little tools weren't cutting it. My sister told me this trick when, when I first had toddlers, cause her kids are five years older than my kids. And she said, when it comes time for tech time, pretend like you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why would I do that? I, I know a lot. Nope. Trust me. You'll be non-stop asked. And I thought about it for a long time. And so I'm not going to say I play ignorance, but I just kind of sit there and I'm like, well, what would you do? Yeah. Well, I do that a lot too. I, you know, I find it's really effective because they do not come to me <laughs> for technical advice. They go to each other. And I think that's awesome. My favorite thing is not responding to people's questions, just kind of looking like I want more <laughs> details from them to get to figure out what I've they're seen saying. You do that to me. Oh, have I? Yes, you have, James. <laughs> well, I love it because this is what happens. You just sit there and you wait for them to finish and add a little bit more detail. And, a little, and finally, they wind up answering their own question without me having to do anything. <laughs> I, this, is, this works best on my wife. Shh, don't. Oh, what am I saying? She the great listen. thing is our kids do not listen to us on this show. <laughs> At least or wives. Don't. D- does your son ever listen to the show? Uh, he listened to one of them, but he listened to it on the website, so we didn't get any, you know, traction from that. Oh, right. Because we don't track that. Because we we make podcasts. But, oh, oh, so the funny thing about the new CPU, he's got a nice big CPU. We haven't done this yet, but now it's, it's pr- a pretty sure thing. And this is really weird. He's had a gaming PC for a couple of years. I have an old PC. I have a, it's also an old MacBook Pro. So we have a couple of computers. We have a handful of computers in the house. And his gaming PC, you would think, would be the most powerful uh, computing device in the house, wouldn't you? Because it's a gaming PC. I would PC. assume, yeah. Wrong. Guess what the most powerful computing device in our house was, at least until he got this new CPU. Wait, are we talking about your telephone? No. <laughs> Close, though. Your, your iPad? iPad Pro from 2018 beat his fancy 
custom built gaming PC. Well, that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of cool though, right? It's a, it's a tablet. It's not a computer and it still was just blasting everything else that we had. Now, like I said, since he's got his new CPU, we haven't run the Geekbench score yet on it yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that it will finally, he will finally have the fastest computer in the house. I have a 14 year old iPad. I, I don't, it wasn't the first generation. It was the second one or, uh, and it came out in we, 2010. So the oldest it could be would be 11 years. Well, 10 years old. I don't know if it's the second gen or first gen. No, it's a first gen. I think yeah, I have a first gen iPad. Then that it must be works. a first gen because it was a long time ago. And it's, I, we still use it. In fact, I used it to watch the uh, the uh, Christmas star uh, last week. Christmas star? Yeah, they had a Christmas star where like all the planets were lining up, and it was at it was at sunset. You could kind of catch it before it went down. Climbed on the roof and everything to see it. On the other hand, <laughs> it's annoying that you know he's using it for gaming. And the, that was the other funny thing is he's got a kind of a small room, and uh, it, it's a heater. I mean, it literally heats up his, his room. Oh, oh my gosh! I can't even house. tell you. We, I love the fact that in the wintertime, you can turn on like all your electronics. You're like, ah. Uh. It doesn't work for me anymore because I got the new Mac Mini with the M1 chip in it. Oh, it's cool. That thing is so, I you know, even when my MacBook Pro from 2015, even when it was asleep, it would still be slightly warm. This Mac, Mac Mini never gets, I mean, I, I run it and do video stuff and it never gets hot. And, I, and, and I'm sure the fans go on. But they're very quiet, so it's silence. That's it's cool. wonderful. All right, just really quick. We need to get started. Oh, I thought <laughs> I already have the coffee. I mean, what, well, what? let's take a quick break. Let's get some coffee and then continue in a minute. Thanks a lot, James. So I just really want to quickly tell you about a product that I use at my house. It's it's called Perfection Floor Tile. It's a do-it-yourself product, so it's great right now because you can do it at your own home at your own time you have to wait for a contractor it just kind of locks together it's this beautiful square vinyl tile and what's great about it it's a little bit softer than most tiles so it's really great on your feet especially if you're a guy like me who sits on the phone at work all day or in his home office pacing back and forth um, you can find it all kinds of places it's available at hardware stores and home improvement stores it's perfection floor tile go ahead and check it out it's absolutely beautiful Hi, this is Betsy. I want to tell you about the Children's Museum of Phoenix. If you're in Phoenix, planning to come to Phoenix, or just looking for something fun to do, check us out at the Children's Museum of Phoenix where you can come paint and climb and use your imagination. We're 100% fun and currently 100% outside. To find out more, visit us at childrensmuseumofphoenix.org. Hope to see you there. Have fun. Be playful. So did you want to talk about podcasting and like how to do this stuff? Because I remember you seemed kind of interested in last week, but you wanted more time to talk about it. Right. So we spent a lot of time researching things. So for example is, well, I, I think we talked about this once, but let's bring it up quickly. We were going out for coffee once a week. And then you just said, do you want to basically do a podcast? And before you even took a breath, I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And we'd started the very next week, completely unprepared, just a, a total nightmare. Yes. <laughs> and then we did some research. Uh, you kind of took the end of getting it 
going online and all that. And I took the end of, okay, let's find the equipment and just get the editing stuff together so we could make it sound halfway decent. So could you just kind of tell us a little bit, what was the very, like you're on your computer, like, okay, what do I start with? And you, something with an RSS. Right. Yeah. So I knew something about podcasts because I've been listening to it for a long time and I'm, I'm, I'm not a computer nerd as, as far as I'm not a super genius when it comes to computers, but I know computers. I've used them as a main tool for my design work for, well, not forever, but for a long time. It's actually kind of funny. I was probably one of the last classes in design school to still learn how to draft manually with paper on a drafting <laughs> bed. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so I had some idea and I knew that it would be important to get the podcast uh, distributed through a couple of open networks. And the, the primary one is Apple Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts, like all the other uh, aggregates where you, the places you go to get the, your podcast, uh, rely on a little thing called RSS, which stands for really simple syndication. And this is the thing you have to get right in order to get noticed. Otherwise, people won't be able to find your podcast. I mean, you can publish. Well, how, do you even, how do you even find it to sign up for that? No, there's nothing you sign up for. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. There are a million and one companies out there that want to sell you podcasting services. And I don't know, it's like 10, 20 bucks a month. It's like, I don't want to spend. That's one of the beautiful things about podcasting is you can do it with the stuff you already have. So if you're smart, it doesn't cost you a dime to start podcasting. Uh, unless you say, oh, well, I'll just go sign up for this service and they'll get me a website and they'll host my this and they'll do the other thing. But yeah, you're paying them for that. And then you're under their control and who knows what, what, what's going to happen. You don't have, you, you don't control your own destiny then. And I am like, you know, the more I've been on the web, the more I want to do things my own way and keep them as simple as possible. There is something, there is some luxuries to having somebody kind of take you, if you have the capital, yeah, there are some luxuries to kind of take care of some of that. It's a luxury, but you know, it's a double-edged sword because... You know, it's like having a driver. If you ever wind up somewhere where you have a car and you need to get out of there, but you can't drive because you've always had a driver, you know, you're stuck. Yeah. So I want to be, a, you know, I want to drive myself. So you, you, you got an RSS. Well, I created it. So custom. It's custom fabricated in America. Is it just code? It's just code. Oh, so you just downloaded a script. No, I didn't download. You just, you just don't get how simple I am. I opened a text <laughs> editor and I started banging out some RSS. Really? That's it. <laughs> well, here's a, there's a so really I'm nice not thing. clever that way. What I, whenever I'm doing coding, I just basically look around and what, see what other people are doing. I'm like, that looks pretty cool. Then I go in the web developer area, see yeah. what the script was, rewrite the script, maybe with a tweak or two of my own and bam, that's it. Well, it's I, I totally that, ripped off. I did that too, but I, I started with the standard and, and it's just real, I have to give a, a real good shout out to Apple here. Apple is amazing when it comes to their documentation they have for their the way their uh, podcast app reads the RSS, uh, how often it accesses it, it gives it gives it all the details and gives you basically a template. So I I went through that and I followed as close as I could and you know and they're just and then so, you just pasted it into the HTML. Well, I didn't copy and paste, but I wrote I wrote each line just because I wanted to get a little better understanding in of the it. HTML though. Yeah. Okay. I so mean, just really quick for uh, those that don't know what HTML is, just really quickly tell us what that is. It's just text. It's it's, it's simple. It's hypertext. Hypertext markup, markup language. So it's yeah. not a computer language. It's a, it's what's called a markup language, which means you just take text and images, and you and they're just little commands 
that's wrapped around that text and those images to show you where they are on the page or to lay them out on they the They should page. hardly even call it code. When I it's learned not, well, it years it, ago and how simple it was, it was literally, if you wanted the background to be blue, you typed in equals in parentheses blue. Oh, sorry. BG color. color. BG color. Yeah. You, but you, you can't could, code You didn't have anymore. to do that. You could just go. You could what? just go. You could just go color equals in parentheses blue and then magically your background was blue. All right. So we're going to argue about HTML now. No, 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 no. I don't. Because <laughs> if you do color equals, that will apply to the text, not the background. Okay. Well. Sucker. <laughs> I got to go and click all your HTML is, now. My point, though, is that I don't want us to sound like we're like these techie code guys. We It's really copy paste. It's so simple. Let's just say this. I taught a class in it once. Uh-huh two seventh graders that means they were 12 yeah. <laughs> and they all got it well <laughs> that's, that's the thing I, lo- I love about it because you can make a web page you can load it in a browser and everyone in the world can see it and yeah. it's really simple to do and of course it gets really complicated and of course <sighs> people love overcomplicating things so things have been ruined i think there was a golden age in like 2012 where there was pre-flash <laughs> no post-flash 2012 uh, oh post so this is this is after Fla- flash was a horrible nightmare Apple and once again saved us from that. Yes. Anyway, I don't. We shouldn't get in. I don't. I don't need to go too far into it. But no, no. Yeah. But it, anyway, so you got the you got the script. So the RSS and you typed yeah. it into the HTML. Well, it's it's actually its own file, but it's it's like I use the same text editor that I use for HTML. So it's just it's an RSS file, and it just it just show, uh, describes uh, the show and it describes the podcast and where you can find the episodes and when where to download the file from it's it's, it's just like so a, you just a follow catalog. the directions and boom it right. magically happens well you know magically sure uh, <laughs> until and it works great and, and uh, the other advantage here is apple's been doing this longer than anybody else they are the first ones to really lay out the rss structure specifically for podcasting so everyone else basically just copies apple and literally apple has created their own custom rss tags everybody else uses them like you really go, you go and create a google rss feed well it's the same rss feed but google is like yeah, yeah. Uh, for the creator, just so you know, do the creator space, um, or I'm sorry, iTunes tag. Uh, creator iTunes tag. Uh, they actually say the word yes, iTunes. They have iTunes <laughs> all throughout the file. Is iTunes? It's 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 pretty funny. It's, that is funny. So it's really simple if you start with Apple. Because okay, got, so you got your website got great, going. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. I also and hand, you got your RSS in there. Code, I also hand so how do you website. get Apple to say hello? Oh, I just go, I set up with an account. It's pretty simple. And then uh, I say this is- What kind is, of an account? Like they got an actual- Yeah, it's just a basic Apple account. You don't have to pay anything for it. Oh, so it's already part of your Apple ID? Yes. Correct. Oh, so you just hooked it on your Apple ID. Exactly. Oh, that's so I own the if show. If you have Apple I own ID. the show. What's Bow, that? I own the show. Bow to me. Wow. <laughs> Do you own me? Well, I own I own your words. <laughs> when you're here, you are mine. <laughs> In this podcast. Anyway, where was I going with this? So uh, I, that's what I was going to ask you. So you got the Apple thing going. And yeah, so yeah. how so, did you actually get into the so Apple I, podcast so, app? Anyway, what was this thing? Um, so I log into the, my new Apple podcast account. And all I have to do is tell them where my RSS file is, which is on my website, which I also handcrafted. I also handcrafted that. Um, and so Apple, like 24 hours later, and this was literally on Thanksgiving Day. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to give them a couple of days because it's Thanksgiving. Who's working on do Thanksgiving? Do you think someone actually listens to it? I don't oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they have to manually do it or if, even if they're doing it just routinely. I, I'm just giving, I'm assuming it's a, it's Thanksgiving week, uh, you know, day. So I'm going to give them a, a break. And if it's a couple of days, it's a couple <laughs> of days. No, on Thanksgiving, our podcast got picked up and I could, you can go to Apple Podcasts and see it. It was wonderful. Well, how did it. you get it going then on the uh, Google app? Uh, well, that was a different story. 
tell about that because you told me that was a little tricky. Oh, God. Yeah, so really simple syndication works until you get to some jerks, nitwits. Wait, wait, what do you imbeciles, mean jerks? People who don't follow the spec. Who's, who's people? Google and oh. Spotify, which we're still not on because whatever. <laughs> this is, yeah, so it, it, uh, it took a little more effort to get on Google because they're much more opaque than Apple is when it comes to well, getting it sounds like. Up from what you just said that they're hiding a little bit with the I they don't want it to be obvious that they just ripped off Apple. Oh no 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 but I, I, it's not a big deal. Everybody uses it. It's okay. You don't have to use those tags. It just it fills out more of the uh, the podcast information. I see. Um what was funny was that Google, you know so there's an RSS standard you know there's So where did you go? Did you have to go on the website first and go to Google? Or yeah, Google do you attach a, it to a, your Google account? Exactly. It's it, it's basically the same thing. It's like Apple ID but now you're on your Google. Right. Google account. Okay. Uh, and then you can log in and you can tell it what the RSS feed in is and then you can get it validated. And it was being kind of uh, coy about whether it was validated or not. Maybe it they didn't really like it out. that you were working on Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, anyway, the, the funny thing, it, it, it took a couple of weeks to get it validated because it's a very simple thing. Every podcast, you can you can say, is this an explicit podcast? Yes or no? Um and, and iTunes has that added that to the RSS specification, so it's an Apple-specific thing, so they have a yes or no, uh, but not Google. Google, if you say no, it doesn't accept it. It wants false. Wait, wait say that again. It wants I know, false? I, What's that mean? So there's a tag so to let the podcast apps know if your podcast is explicit or not. iTunes created this tag. iTunes has the specifications for this tag, and it says yes or no. It's either explicit or it's not explicit. That's fine. I did that. And I submitted that also to Google Podcasts. The funny thing was Google didn't really like that. So Google has their own specification. Here's the thing. Apple says, okay, is this explicit? Yes or no? It'll take yes or no just fine. Google says this is explicit and it doesn't want yes or no. It wants it wants either yes or false, which doesn't make a lot of sense on itself. Doesn't mean if you say yes, it should be yes or no. If you say false, then it should be true or false. Their own thing semantically doesn't make any sense. The funniest thing. Are they though, trying to trick you? <laughs> it's like because a lot of people lie. I think okay. I think this indicates that Google, whoever was writing the spec for Google, probably isn't a, a native English speaker. Oh right, of course. Because yeah, understanding yeah, 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 yeah. the difference between true and false and yes or no, <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of semantics in it's it. It's like when you're on the phone and you're trying to get something worked out, and you call their tech, and that you can barely understand, or it's just the opposite. They're speaking like some strange, bizarre version of British English to your poor American ear. Well, so here, here's the kicker, though. So I'm like, I don't want to change it because then Apple's going to have a problem with it, right? Because Apple specifically yeah. says yes or no. So I, I, I change it just to do some testing. Apple doesn't care. Oh. Apple take yes, false, no, true, whatever. It doesn't care. It's only Google who's rewriting Apple spec that cares. <laughs> of course. Oh, Google, I just want to kick you in the nuts. <laughs> what I'd like to do, and I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Um, next week, let us uh, put a link onto the website where you can get kind of a brief description on how to get your podcast started um, and well, kind of help our listeners if they, if they're interested in starting a podcast or if they're just interested in seeing how it works that they can watch it and then in a couple of weeks we'll do a video the kind of a how-to and that'll be pretty beneficial i think yeah, we can do that or we can just send them to over apple because uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't say more good things about apple because they're, they're so explicit about all this stuff and they have really good guides when you watch videos how-to videos 
Are you like me? I like to watch two versions. The one from the actual company, which could be good or not good, and then find somebody who's got like a million views on the same subject and hear what he or she has to say. I generally would go much more prefer to see the professional who's been working with it outside the company because, you know, they're going to see the bugs and all the dirt. And but I also it. think they're hiding stuff. Like, so for example, is I do a lot with Adobe products. And when I'm working with the Adobe products, sometimes I want to find out something just really quick. And for me to sit there and listen to this three minute specific thing only to get two seconds of information. There's so many people out there that go, hey, do you want to know how to change the color on this filter? This is a three second video showing you how to do it. And you can literally get it, get all your information watching the video where they show you how to do it in 30 seconds rather than toggle right. through all this uh, well, I, I footage. Have two points on that. First of all, if it's a really quick thing like that, that's why I generally try to find a web page that just te- describes it in text because it's usually easier and faster than going to YouTube and sitting through a 30 second commercial and then trying to figure out if the video was actually right. So <laughs> one note. And I, I now I groaned when you said Adobe, but actually I think Adobe's videos specifically are generally pretty good. Um, well, they're very well produced. They haven't done them and I, I don't know if they updated it, but years ago, like five or six, maybe even seven years ago, they had some really good uh, Lightroom, uh, a series of Lightroom tips and they were all, you know, pretty succinct and just going over the features of Lightroom, which was good because it's a good program with a lot of hidden, not hidden stuff, but things you wouldn't necessarily find. But I haven't seen as much of that from them lately. But generally, I say Google is, as a company, one of the better. I don't like them as a company. Well, I like their software, but <laughs> there's a lot of hassle and headache. And here, here's an interesting, another computer-related thing. So I have a new Mac Mini, which frees up my MacBook Pro from 2015 a little bit because there's only one program I need that to turn around on that now. And it's not Adobe. So I have a plan. I'm going to uh, factor reset my 2015 MacBook Pro. No Google stuff and no Adobe stuff. And I'm going to run the benchmarking again and see how it performs. Because there'll be nothing running in the background, basically. I I suspect that Adobe and Google are stealing lots of my computer cycles. Can I just quickly go into one of my conspiracy theories? Oh, please. (laughs) Has nothing to do with the dog barking in the background. So, Oh, you think that's a dog? (laughs) always looking at code not necessarily for trying to recreate years ago when i first started doing photoshop version two wow two really was that was that on apple no that must have been on yeah 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 yeah, that was apple i i someone had given me I, i just talked about how i never use bootlegs but someone had given me a bootleg of adobe which is great that's a great thing about bootlegs you see if you like it and then you can purchase it. Anyway, somebody gave me a, a bootleg of it, so I wanted to check it out. And I, I still remember the image because it was my first one. I was so impressed. <laughs> it was a picture of my brother-in-law when he was living with us for a very short while. And he it was this just great picture of him. And he's on the street. He's all in his surf gear. But right out of his head is this silver pole. It was a light pole. And I go, oh, that's silly. Mm. So I sat there and I tweaked it a little bit. And next thing you know, the pole's gone. And it took me only, uh, I think, about maybe five minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, this thing is awesome. And then from there on, I started playing with it. I've been playing with it ever since. But what I used to do was... And paying for it ever since, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I, used to, <laughs> I used to hate... I used to hate the DVDs, and then when they went to no DVDs, <laughs> where you couldn't download it, then I was even more pissed. <laughs> you just can't be happy. Because they were happy. so huge. They would take forever to download the DVD on your... Anyways, 
I regress. Oh yeah, <laughs> try try loading it from disk. You must have done the the first couple of installations from floppy disk. Yes and no. So I also started doing a lot of stuff at school. So okay. I didn't need to. I got it. Whenever I did my graphics, I wasn't you know I was in college. So I was doing a lot of stuff. But that's them. how old I am. I remember some of the programs yeah. I had were like fourteen to. 20, I never had the floppy disk. Fourteen to twenty di- uh, floppy disks that you would just sit, sit there and wait for it to complete, and then pop it out and pop the next one in. Oh my god! For you, for you old fogey computer guys, <laughs> I was a lover of Claris. <laughs> oh, good for you. I didn't start. Yeah, that's interesting. You guys started on Photoshop too. I didn't start until four. And actually that was one of the deciding factors why I went with, this is when I was in graduate school and I hadn't had my own computer until then. And I needed to buy one. And I decided to uh, uh, get a PC because this was in the mid to late eighties, like 80, 96, 97. Uh, that, and this was before Steve Jobs came back and it was deep in the era where Apple was just sinking fast and their PCs were so expensive then. No, I remember. I they were really days. good. I mean, oh, did, yeah, I still have mine. But, <laughs> but still were, running. They were just too expensive. I mean, literally, a comp- a comparable uh, PC at the time was half the price. Well, and what and I was so, going to say is at just the opposite. Back th- well, that's okay. Back then, <laughs> for you. Back then, the cost of the uh, an Apple computer is exactly the same cost it is today. No, I disagree. I, I was looking at five thousand uh, dollar apples. Oh, my first computer cost almost two thousand dollars, and mm-hmm. that was a long time ago. So they're cheaper as far as inflation goes. But, anyways, you five thousand dollars for an Apple—that was yeah, that, that's what I'm huge monster. So I was looking at a PC that was like I think twenty one or twenty two hundred dollars, and that included the 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 monitor. Of course, you know, it was a seventeen inch CRT, so it was no. And that was a <laughs> was a rebranded Trinitron or, or Sony Trinitron, rebranded Sony Trinitron, which was the best monitors back then. So speaking of interrupting, so 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 anyway, <laughs> I was trying to tell you about no, the sh- code where it got started. Sh- <laughs> I'm gonna cut your shout. You're not. What was I saying? Oh yeah. So that was the deciding factor. Was Photoshop four was the first version of Photoshop that was on pair on was parity between the Mac and the PC. Before that, the Mac version was way better and had more features. But that was the first. Going version. back to my conspiracy. Oh theory, yeah. I'm James. sorry. What, we should get back to that. <laughs> so. When I first started with the Photoshop, I started looking at the code because I wanted to start posting my images on the internet. For, for some reason, I thought people were going to want to steal my ugly images. <laughs> so you used to be able to go to a text editor and at the very bottom line of your photo. Oh, the JPEGs? Yeah. You, okay. In the JPEGs, you could put your name and copyright or whatever you wanted to and kind of hide it in there, which was the stupidest thing I ever thought I was smart to do. But, um, but now, years later... N- at looking at that stuff, not to put code in, but just to see what they're doing. Adobe, Adobe, if you look at it, it has lines and lines of code tracing. They call it ancestor bag. Ancestor, <laughs> ancestor bag. Oh my God, that's a great I name. <laughs> I could go off on the bag thing, but anyways, it says ancestor bag. So you often wonder... Why is this little image so much? Say you did some copy paste thing. You you did a collage of a bunch of images, and it's this little teeny image, but yet there's so much memory. It's because that every photograph you copy and paste, it has its history. And what's crazy is when you're liberating stuff off the internet, they've been stolen and stolen and stolen. So it's got miles. So I've I've read on the internet where people like, why is this so big? I'm like, because you've been you stole something that's been stolen many, many, many times, and it has a history of every person, every computer, and it's it's so hard to re- you can't remove it with an Adobe product. You have to go to a different product. 
Oh, I can remove it. it it's not terribly difficult to remove it, but well, it's, it's just a one more step that's a hassle. Screenshot. Oh, yeah, but, you know, you lose your resolution. And also, if, I think if you, I don't know, if you copy the image from the browser and paste it into Adobe, is, is it, does it bring that data as well? I'll bet if you, depending, it might depend upon what browser you use. Once you once you take the the information for the image and you put it into another product, it almost always deletes all of the Adobe information, but leaves all the Apple information that you happen to have on there, Apple. which is kind of nice. Well, there's a lot of metadata that goes on with it. I can't imagine that really adds up very much because it's such a small fraction of the image. Uh, You'd be surprised. Image file. <laughs> now, the funny thing that people used to do, uh, you know, in the old days, is early digital spycraft, people would put uh, secret uh, secret uh, text in the images. So they would have... Yeah, ha- to hack your computer, right? No, no, not to hack your computer, just to, to pass secret files between each other. Oh, right. Because you, you download... No, I remember those okay, days. Okay, yeah, you download a picture. Yes. It's a JPEG. You can't, and then you open up in a text editor, which, you know, nobody but crazy people like, I don't know, Christopher <laughs> would do. And then you can see it's all a bunch of jumbled bits, except there is some text in there. That was me. <laughs> it wasn't just you. Not that I would, no, 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 I'm just saying, well, I'm not the only guy out there, but I'm just saying is that um, I thought I was so clever that I could put this code into images, well, like I'm some kind of secret agent, like I'm James Bond or something. It wasn't not not clever. For its time, you know, it's not bad. Anyways, it's kind of a funny thing, but those days are gone. One of the things I really liked about Adobe Photoshop was it always seemed like it was very good at getting a good compression for JPEGs, where you could really compress a lot without losing a lot of quality. I think you're absolutely right about but that. But I just was trying Pixelmator Pro. Pixelmator. It's an uh, it's a photo. Who makes editing. that? I never heard of that. It's Pixelmator. It's it's a little it's a small little independent company. It was twenty bucks on the App Store. I think that was. Do they was have on a sale. website that does the editing also? I don't think Where so. Where you can put your picture on the website? I don't think so. Oh. Anyway. Sounds familiar. Um, I only started using it because, you know, I, one of the reasons I bought it was for this experiment where I can re- re- reset my, my laptop with no Adobe or stuff so I can have still have some good uh, photo editing stuff on it. And I did one image out of there and I need to do more testing, obviously, but it was like, this, is, this can't be right. This is like a fraction of what a Photoshop JPEG would have been. It's like, it took like a 70 kilobit image and made it like 15 kilobits. So That's pretty is, nice. How can this be? <laughs> is this no-name little company completely <laughs> trounced Apple, uh, Adobe? I don't know. Do you, I, I went quickly on web editing. It just, do you ever do anything on the internet for web editing? Like, what do you mean? Oh, maybe yeah. spell check or maybe uh, they used to have these cool 3D things that you could do where you'd put in the information and it would turn into a 3D like your name, like James in 3D, you know, or they have another one I used to use a lot where uh, you type in a word and it would do the little ASC. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the ASCII conversion? Yes. You used to do the ASCII. Go to there, type my name or my company name or the company I'm working for that. And then I will paste it in there or sometimes right, so let me, I'll do, even uh, do uh, a I, monkey. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> People don't understand what we're talking about. ASCII art is what we're talking about. And right. So what this is, in the old days, before we had graphic interfaces, people would paint pictures just with spaces and characters on the keyboard. So if you imagine like a fish would be an easy one to do. You you can do an outline of a fish if you have a lot of spaces and you just have a couple of characters per line. Uh, so what Christopher's doing is he's he's gen- he's taking a, was it a picture? Yeah. And then you, you, and it converts it to the ASCII. So rather than having to do the actual work yourself <laughs> and paint it in, you know, and so you would paint it in something like, a text editor or right, Microsoft a text Word. Uh, and then he takes that code and puts it inside the HTML code so the people viewing the website can't see it. Only weirdos who are looking <laughs> at the code 
for that page. Once on again, Street. hiding stuff in the background. This is, this is interesting. Easter eggs. Here's an interesting <laughs> tidbit. Well, it's interesting to me anyway. Um, some companies will put job advertisements yes, in the code. I've seen them so many times. Yahoo was real huge on it. I saw probably about five years I saw ads. And it, I can remember it says, if you're looking at this, blah, blah, blah. And it finally says, we are interested in you. And then, but doesn't give you the contact information. Like if you're smart enough to figure out <laughs> yeah. this, you better be smart enough to figure out where we are. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically, if you're, if you're looking at the code, you're kind of interested in this stuff. And they were so desperate for people who knew something about coding that they, they would be, you know, kind of custom was no, Yahoo. I Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm saying that that was pretty common. You still see that in code, like not only in the HTML code, but in the CSS and the JavaScript, depending upon what job they're looking for. You know, if they need a JavaScript developer, they'll put it in their JavaScript. Once in a while, I see it in a WordPress code. I'll look at the WordPress and I'll have all this copyright. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is public domain. But um, they'll also say something to the effect, uh, this is where this, inf- this is the company, if you're interested in talking to it you know i've seen it in the WordPresses once once in a blue yeah i'm over wordpress <laughs> i don't think i have any online editors that i really use very much um mostly because i'm a little worried about what they're doing the information i guess the best example that recently was i was trying to find a way to make it easier for to to send people pdfs that they could edit themselves and there's really no good solution for that However, there are a boatload of websites that will take your PDF and then you can fill it out online. You can right. upload it, fill it out online, then save it. Yeah, because they but, want your info. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that is super creepy, and I don't want I don't want to be sending that to people. You know how you always are on a creepy website? The ads. Uh, if it has face, <laughs> the ads. If it has Facebook on the top of it. Yeah, that's another one. So I'll be cruising around. I'll be like trying to find stuff stuff on the internet that might be a little more difficult to find, and then all of a sudden I'll hit a website and the Apple warning says <laughs> this site is not protected it might, you know it might be a second party or third party and so you know okay should I go should I not go and then I say oh, okay always, I'm gonna go for you it you always go no I don't actually really? okay. if it, you know what I look at the address and if the address is creepy I won't go there like jamesfryer.com something like that <laughs> the creepiest one I've ever creepy, saw creepy <laughs> so you go on the website and as soon as you see the I lost 300 pounds and then they show the girl in a bikini <laughs> I'm like all right, that's creepy. No, I, I think you're completely wrong about that. Those creepy ads are everywhere. The ads on the on the on I don't the see web. Them that often. Oh, man, you're just not looking hard enough. Like even I do avoid them. I, I don't do see avoid the Atlantic because I haven't been. I don't remember the last time I was on the Atlantic's website. But like genuinely g- legitimate websites have the worst ads. They're just proliferated all over. Or maybe it's just because the algorithms know me so well that they give me really bad ads no matter where I am. <laughs> I did want to know to the kids uh, when he was talking about this thing called Yahoo. Uh, he was talking about a web company from the old days. Anyway, continue. Um, so years ago, I was on. There was a thing called AOL once upon a time, and people used to go on. Do you remember the? You've got mail. The chat line. Oh, oh yeah. They AIM? were like the first was that AIM. Uh, in, in, AOL Instant Messenger? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what chat was before AOL. And I thought it was the lamest thing. There'd be like these groups and they'd be talking back and forth. It was always very, uh, it was very... Gossipy? It was mean. It was mean talk back and forth sometimes. Like they're, you know, making fun of other people. It was almost like, it was bullying. It was the first time I saw bullying online in these chat rooms. So I used to go on there and just try to mess them up. (laughs) I like that. I just would go on there and say... 
what can I say to make me seem like I'm part of the conversation and then just really move it the wrong direction? So you, uh, you were Veronica. I think that was her name. Did you remember the movie Heathers? No. Oh, you remember the movie though, right? No. Winona Ryder and uh, Christian Slater. Oh, wait a minute. It was a great movie. It's a little bit different nowadays because it was basically about school shooting, but before school shooting became a real thing. Oh, so right. It's not no, as, I didn't see this movie. It, may, be, it may not be as funny now as it was then, but it was a really good movie. Anyway, so there was a clique of Heathers, and then there's a, a Winona's Ryder, Ryder's character, I believe was named Veronica. She was the non-Heather that was in the Heathers group. They were all named <laughs> Heather, and she was kind of the, you know, the troll. Uh, the troll of the trolls. Trolling the trolls. When I Okay, so I lived in Arizona until my last year of high school. And I moved to California. I'm 17 years old and barely 17. And I'm in an, a really cool place, actually, not too far from the ocean. Um, but I went from a huge house with a huge piece of property to this little teeny apartment oh, complex. That must be fun. Wow. And so Oof. I went from owning like motorcycles and horses and kind of living a kind of a very cowboy pleasant life. cowboy, but a very nice lifestyle to living the LA. I own nothing. I have nothing. I mean, my family huh. had a little issue in the 80s, and so we lost everything. And so now I'm living in this little apartment, but I'm excited because I'm not too far from the beach, right? But I don't know anybody. So I do the thing that teenagers used to do. I They don't do it so much anymore. I used to cruise the street in my car, just like, hey, see who's out there, you know? Very happy days. What car was that? <laughs> what car did you have at this point? I actually had a pretty sweet ride. It was That's a 67 Mustang. Oh, the yellow one? The powder yellow. Yeah. Oh God, I hate you for that one. And I you had wrecked, the you wrecked it. I had the, I the had golden the, god hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I did the. You remember American Graffiti where the guys in the hot rod and he always put his arm yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. I just. <laughs> I was actually in pretty good shape back then, so I used to put my arm out, and I had the you know the shirt that for this, you know, the white beater. No, 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 no. I had the thing where the the uh, arms were cut off. Uh, that's kind of, well, it's not, I guess it's not technically a muscle white beater, shirt. but it's okay. Whatever. I didn't have the net. It wasn't that, it wasn't no, that no, cheesy. No, no, that's not net. No, the, the white beater is just like the undershirt. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have that. No, I had the t-shirt with the uh, sleeves. Cut and off. I'm sorry if that triggers people. I know it triggers my wife when I say that, <laughs> but that's what it is. I mean, it's called a white beater shirt. We call know? it a white beater in my house. Who, who wears that shirt? Unless you're going to beat your wife. That's, that's me or husband or spouse. So you don't own one. God, no. Are you kidding me? I have undershirts, but they have sleeves for God's sake. What's the point of having an undershirt <laughs> that doesn't have sleeves? Well, they're Not, nice you know, in the summertime. They're nice in the summer. Oh, no. Ah. Forget about that. You know, especially out here, this is one of the, I, I started wearing those when I came, moved out here so that I have another layer to protect me from this damn sun. <laughs> so anyways, I'm cruising the road and I'm in a place, uh, for those of you who know, South Los Angeles called Redondo Beach. And I'm actually coming back from work, but I'm, you know, I'm still doing the cruise down the streets. Anyways, I see a really attractive girl about my age on the side of the road with a bunch of other girls, but she's kind of close to the car and I'm going pretty slow, probably creepy slow. But anyways, so she comes up to the car and she says, oh. she says, Hey, nice ride. I'm all, I'm all, do you want to ride? She says, Oh, she goes, can I bring my friends? I'm like, I'm looking at her friends and I, you know, they're pretty decent. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> so they get in the car and I got her sitting on in the passenger seat and I got two girls in the back seat 
And so I barely get down the street and I go, so what's your name? She says, my name's Tina. I go, hey, hey, Tina. And she goes, this is my friend, Tina, and my other friend, Tina. <laughs> and I was, was with three Tinas. The Bob Newhart show where the, the brother was Daryl and this is my other brother, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I still think that was like one of the funniest things I've seen on TV. I don't know why. It's so stupid and dumb, but it's just funny. I guess it's the delivery. The the actor was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, anyway. yeah. I think that was great. Um, I, it's a good thing uh, the 17-year-old James didn't know the 17-year-old Christopher, because I think I would have beat your ass. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, of I course, that, pretty... that wouldn't have happened. You would have beat my ass. No, no, no. you were probably twice my weight. And I grew up scrapping I was angry, a lot. though. But I, was, I was angry, though. You know, angry guys. <laughs> I tried to avoid them. And, but I, I've told you this before. You, most people see me now as an outgoing guy, but that didn't happen until I was almost 21. I was really, really quiet. Um, like, so I said I was cruising, but I rarely said anything. I literally said, hello, and do you want to come in to my car? And sh- they all got in the car, but I didn't say much other than what's your name. And even when we were cruising, they did all the talking. And that was pretty much my whole thing as a late teen and even in my early 20s. I would go up to people because I've always told you I have no problem. But once I meet them, I would say nothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I you see are... you shaking your head at me. So you don't. No, I, I'm, I'm serious. When I was a younger person, I rarely spoke, like hardly ever. And um, I know it's strange today because I think a lot of people think, hey, this guy never shuts up. I'm making up for all the lost time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm rambling on. Let's continue the Tina Tina conversation some other time. I, I feel like I feel like we forgot something. So how's the coffee there, Christopher? <laughs> all right. I know I know we didn't get a chance to finish, but I'm out of coffee. <laughs> I know you have to go other places to get more coffee. You just you just a coffee vagabond from one place to the next. <laughs> I wish this wind would stop blowing. This is the problem with <laughs> with with recording outside. All right, James, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no again. worries. Thanks for coming over. Bye. See you next week. Bye-bye. Won't you come on now? The sun is out. The sun is out. So bright. Won't you come on? Don't you see me? Take a boo. Don't you feel me? It's morning dew. All I want yes. is a cup. Yes. A very large cup. Yes. In my hand. Yes. A large cup. Hot. Warm. Oh. Cup. It's not tea. And it must be dark, dark brown. Oh, it's made from Hello? Put that on this phone, please. Hello?